Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com, and what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground, and you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold, not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the Common Sense Show. Thank you for joining us. We are the show that's freeing America one enslaved mind at a time. I'm Dave Hodges, the host, and welcome. We're going to be joined by Sarah Westall in just a moment, and we're going to be talking about something called the Brega Report that shows that, uh, well, Arizona is under complete Sinaloa cartel and communist China rule. It's incredible what we're going through here. We're brought to you by Noble Gold. And Noble Gold is the very best there is in protecting your retirement and protecting your bank account. Oh, not so much from the economy, but from the corrupt bankers that control it. The Dodd-Frank Law 2010 says they can take it whenever they want. Don't be a 1929 victim. What we want to do is to send you a free information packet so you can view your options and not become a victim. How do you get this information packet about Noble Gold? Go to DaveHodgesGold.com, DaveHodgesGold.com. I'll send it out to you right away. By the way, any investment carries a risk. We know that. I've been a customer of Noble Gold for five years in addition to the six I've sold. So let me tell you, take it from me. They're the best there is out there. You're running out of time for your financial options when CBDC arrives. So let me respectfully suggest you go to DaveHodgesGold.com right now and immediately evaluate your options. Stay tuned for Sarah. Hey, we got a good show for you here today with one of our favorite guests, Sarah Westall. And uh, she's really active and got her hand on a lot of things. And I asked her to come on. Uh, she made a recent appearance. We'll get a lot of attention for that. But this is groundbreaking stuff. This is just amazing. We're going to talk about what I've dubbed the Brager Report. And actually, the report should be called the Thaler Report because John Thaler, a 30-year RICO investigator, created it. And it's about 25 states, 120,000 pages, 2,000 affidavits, and alleges uh, Sinaloa criminal money laundering cartel with fake mortgage companies, fake real estate companies. And the money is laundered to politicians and judges and other officials so they can control them. And it's gone on for a long time. And I have lived the Brager Report in an incident in Prescott. We probably won't get to my story, but I have seen it firsthand. Uh, We're also going to get into the latest in Maui. Uh, More and more stuff comes out. This may have been the worst false flag in history. I mean, it took us at least a few weeks to begin something was wrong with 9-11. Well, we don't have to wait a few weeks here. A few days we knew things were terribly wrong in Maui. So we're going to be talking about those two items today. Sarah, thanks for joining us. And let's start with the Brager Report, because to me what this shows is government is becoming nothing but a total criminal enterprise. That's that's what this report shows. I you know I have her Jacqueline Breger is was a lead investigator working with the Thaler Corporation, John Thaler's company, and so she was with John Thaler, as you know, giving the report to the Arizona um, Senate and, and uh, Congress representatives both. Yeah, their House. Yeah, it was it was a yeah the House, House and the Senate. Yeah. Yeah. And they called it election integrity. <laughs> well, they were expecting it. I had uh, Liz Harris on talking about because she's the one that set it up. And she yeah. said that she was a little bit blindsided, too, because she was expecting them to talk about A through C. And they talked about A through Z. 
And but they brought up names and they said things. I, I think this report probably has a lot of legitimate things in it. And or if not all, I don't know. They need to get more information because they've been blocked a lot from government agencies from being able to get the information to be able to vet everything. But a lot of it has been invented and probably everything in the report has. And the the government entities are doing everything they can to bury this. And then ma- mainstream media is on their side, making up really bad things about the messengers. That's what we see all the time. When something, when there's a lot there, they go after the messengers. And that's, that's an indication to you that you need to be paying attention to this stuff. When the messengers are smeared all day long and they ignore the message, you have to question why are they not looking and investigating into this message, which is very important stuff. Why is the Arizona Senate and uh, Congress, the House, why are they bearing this? Because there's a lot of people there who are guilty and they don't want their names associated with this and they want to keep their racketeering going. And, you know, if this is what we have to do. This is an ugly process. It's not something I cherish because it's, you know, it doesn't, we aren't like too much when we come forward with this stuff. But if we don't get to the bottom of this, we can't clean up our election system. We can't clean up all the corruption. Do we want the Sinatola, Sinaloa cartels to control our country? That's what this is showing. And if we want to clean that up, we have to go further with these investigations and face the music. And that means you cannot smear the messenger. You have to look at the facts. And if they're not looking at the facts and only focusing on the messenger, that is a huge red flag that we need to be looking at this deeper. They not only uh, criticize the messenger, they counsel the messenger. Uh, Something about Liz, I don't know if Liz told you this or not in the interview, but uh, she was expelled, you know, this part three months yeah. into her uh, tenure as a state representative for daring to have the Brager people report. She wasn't even in charge of the meeting. Uh, state Senator Wendy Rogers was in charge of the meeting and she praised Jackie Brager at the end. Nothing happened to her. Ben Toma, the Speaker of the House, who's named in the report has taken Sinaloa money. Um, he had to have approved the agenda. Nothing happened to him. In fact, he led the way to get rid of Liz. But here's the interesting thing. When you're kicked out of the rep- of the of the state house or state senate in Arizona, uh, your county mandates that you have to have a second election. Then they take the three top candidates and the supervisors of the county choose who the successor is. So Liz, despite being vilified in the media twenty four seven, this was the number one story in Arizona above everything else. And you would have thought she was a Nazi war criminal. It was so bad. She got seventy percent of the vote. In the second election, and the supervisors, yeah, they 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 picked the one who got the the least votes. They picked the one with the least votes. No, it wasn't the least votes. It was the second. Was he second? There was out of three, they picked the second person, but she beat all of them, and she wasn't selected. So the, the the will of the people was ignored. The information that was brought forward is covered up, buried, smeared, ignored, and. People need to question and demand that this information is investigated and brought to light instead of them destroying somebody who didn't do anything wrong. I mean, she didn't even know about this information. She was just trying to bring stuff open to the public. She didn't present it. She didn't know that they were going to present all this, but she's the one being scapegoated for it. And the media is, is their lap, they're a bunch of whore lap dogs. I mean, if that's not an example, they are not legit. That's why we tell people don't listen to the mainstream media. I, I just turn it off. I mean, I just, I, it's so bad in the, in the position I'm in. I can tell that the mainstream media is so bad. They are lying to the people so much that it's better not to listen to them at all because you are going to be swayed. They're going to, their whole, it's propaganda. It's purposefully. They're lying to you in framing situations. The this is Maui will be another one. We'll talk about that. But they keep doing it over and over again. And they convince you on how to think, how to look at stuff. And you think, well, I should listen to them because they're going to bring forward some stuff that's true. 
Well, okay, they do. And they leave out, they say two things. And of uh, let's say there's five things that are true and they tell you two and not the other three. And then you end up, even as an astute person, you might hear the two and then you only know about another one and they still sway you. You have to be very careful protecting yourself from what you feed yourself is what you become. And you want to make sure that you're feeding yourself with information that is something you can really go into. Now, I, I always tell people, I can't, I can't tell you everything. I bring you things and I give you the best, like everything I bring you personally is something that I vetted or that I at least am reporting what I'm hearing. But I can't look into every single detail of every single situation. So a lot of times I'll bring you information and say, hey, if you're really interested in this, you need to dig into it more and figure out what's going on because it's almost impossible for me to know everything about everything. And so people need to take, if you want to be citizens um, and, and help you know, frame our country and, and, and lead our country, you need to take an active role in figuring out what's really going on and also learn and become better about deciphering when you're getting BS. And the BS coming from the mainstream media is as bad, if not worse, than just tricksters out the internet just taking advantage of you. It's the same thing. Well, I, yeah, you summed it up well. Um, did Liz share with you that after they kicked her out of the legislature, they tried to go after a real estate license and she got removed from several real estate boards? She's a prominent realtor. Did she t- share that with you? I didn't know she got re- really removed from real estate boards. I know she's yeah. won realtor of the year multiple years. I mean, she's mm-hmm. just loved by people because she does such a great job. And because she dared to expose criminal activity that really, I mean, she's a hero for doing this. Then they're getting kicking her off boards and everything else. I think um, she got over the target, obviously, because if they're having this kind of a response to her, something's wrong. Instead of destroying the messenger, and she wasn't even really the direct messenger, but instead of destroying these people, I mean, that's criminal. That should be criminal of itself. What they did to Liz should be criminal. And because they're covering up and abusing their, it's abuse of power to cover up for illegal activity. That's what this is. Liz went for a ride in a car with an unnamed person. And I know who it is. She knows who it is, but I don't have permission to use the name. Uh, She was told, you need to stop doing this or you'll get kneecapped and they'll find your body in some field. I mean, she's getting personal death threats. And uh, it's the thing is, is they made her the enemy. But I'm telling you, if you were here in the Phoenix area, um, first I heard that she was going to get expelled. I had my wife had on this uh, news talk show, which I, I, I chastise her for even listening. It's on KTAR radio. It's like the number one station in Phoenix and this clown came on in the morning. He's got the morning show, and I can't even remember his name because I don't listen. And he said, "Yeah, Liz Harris, she better be careful. She's going to get expelled from the house." From the house, I go, "What? She's going to be expelled for doing what?" I couldn't believe it when I heard it. And then um, I was watching something in the afternoon. The news came on afterwards, and it was on, and they're talking. Yeah, there might be a move to get rid of Liz Harris. It became the twenty four seven talking point. And here's what she exposed. The Sinaloa cartel for years here, they have set up money laundering operations involving real estate. And so real estate sold at an overvalued price. They launder the money off and use it to pay politicians. They recruit judges to their behalf and they fund them when their lawyers coming up. You have to run for election or judgeship in Arizona. And that money, Sarah, goes to these judgeship campaigns to get elected. I've known about this for years. And this is why when I vote in elections, I vote out every judge. I just no, 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 all the way down. I don't care who they are. Uh, but, but the system here is totally corrupt. The Breger Report, I don't know if you caught this or not, listed Governor Katie Hobbs is taking $540,000 from the Sinaloa. We know that when she ran for Secretary of State, she got $2 million from George Soros. That's who she belongs to. That's right. That's These people are are paid off. Let me let me read what they put in the... the this is what Jacqueline Breger reported to the um, 
to the Congress in Arizona. Yeah. Uh, this just, I'm just going to read a little bit of this. It says our preliminary findings were first reported to Governor Doug Ducey in May 2022. Furthermore, they with attorney generals in five states, with FBI agents, with the Internal Revenue Service, with the U.S. Bankruptcy Trustee, and with several U.S. attorney offices. Currently, there are active and ongoing investigations in federal and state jurisdictions. Both California and New Mexico have already started corrective action as a result of these preliminary findings. So uh, there are multiple states who are taking it seriously, and um, and they know, they know, and hopefully they, there's good people who are going to really look into it. I mean, when I look through this, um, you know, we, we talked beforehand and, you know, California has been, uh, mired in this kind of activity for so long that there are active groups and residents who have figured out how to forge a, an active, um, attack, uh, you know, to push this back. So places like California, I mean, I'm even thinking New York might even be better in some of those ways because it's been so corrupt for so long that there's citizens groups that have formed to try to figure out ways to push back on this. But in places like Arizona or in Minnesota and Twin Cities, we are so, we're infants at our citizenry understanding what's really going on. And so they, we are ripe places to be just criminal havens with no pushback and that's what's going on and arizona is um i mean you guys are up to your freaking eyeballs in corruption and and so are a lot of other states but you don't have any we at the common sense show have a great tv show we bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in because what once was coming is no longer coming it's already here and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future you can find us at the common commercial free censorship free and we're getting five star ratings on the world's major platforms again check us out today at the common Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call BarryYourGold.com. And what it does is it goes into a container. You lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches. It's a 50-year warranty on the device. It only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground. And you can keep it for safekeeping. And I'll tell you, this is the way to hide your gold. Not in false walls, but underground will be very, very difficult to detect. To find out more, go to BarryYourGold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee. Did you know that the World Economic Forum now, they in the last meeting they convened, they actually had a water board there with water experts, and they tell us our water is in danger and they have to take control of our water. Does that bother anybody? I'm sure it does. And I begin thinking right now about water safety. And we already know there's lead in the water, chemicals in the water. A lot of it's not safe to drink. But we have the answer for you. It's called the Alexa Pure Pro Water Filter. It's the best there is. And scientifically, they leave nothing to doubt as they publish their research at waterwithdave.com. And it's my choice for water filtration. Gravity powered. It reduces 206 contaminants. It targets heavy metals, fluoride, chlorine, and viruses. It is the best there is in the business. And you can read all the research on this simply by going to water with dave.com that's water with dave.com save eighty dollars for a short time means of pushing back because the citizens are just starting to figure it out and i think that all of our states are ripe for this but there are certain states that are worse off than others and i think i think i'm in a state that's 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 worse off than others um but uh, you know, if I, when I'm looking through some of this stuff, you know, Wells Fargo Bank, Bank, Wells Fargo Bank, bankers in Arizona and multiple additional states have engaged in open checking and direct deposits accounts for individuals they knew were phantoms. I mean, they were involved in this. So, 
there's other things that where's the city of Mesa? Um, the city of Mesa is a racketeering organization as that term is defined in the, in the federal statute to mm-hmm. protect the enterprises, civil rights are, are systemically and systematically to preserve the racketeering activities. Um, fines and outrageous cash only bails are used to collect monies, which are then skimmed and redirected into the racketeering enterprises. The city of Mesa police department operates within it, a private police force that is used to support and protect the racketeering enterprises. Officers participating in this force are compensated with monies paid through phony mortgage scheme and other related schemes. I mean, I can go on and on. This is incredible. Yeah, the Sinaloa stuff. Um, yeah, the city of Mesa is very much into this. They've had a reputation for being corrupt for years. And in fact, the way they silence the critics, people like us who might talk about this plan, um, is they uh, show me the man and I'll invent the crime. And that's how they're doing business in Mesa. So they frame innocent people with fake evidence, get them thrown in jail. That's and they're right. almost, and, and, and they're, they're exclusively activists in this. Um, yeah, but we're me, seeing, we saw that, I don't mean to interrupt, but we saw that with the human trafficking stuff. We saw the, the people who are whistleblowers. I mean, this is going on for years. Thank God the human trafficking is becoming more highlighted because they're not getting away with destroying the lives of people who are trying to stop it. But when I started covering this back in 2015, 2016, I was seeing whistleblower after whistleblower who were destroyed, their lives were destroyed and they were broken people. And uh, because they were doing exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. Uh, one of the things, I'm looking for this name here. I wanted to share this thought with you here. We Let should me, both, we should give Can this I read some more of this? Just yeah, go because ahead. it's just go incredible. Ahead. It sure. says, further, state licensing databases have been infiltrated or hacked to permit individuals with fake degrees or permit or permit phantom individuals to have state-issued licenses. Yeah. Said licenses include accounting, real estate, broker and agent, mental health care, PhD, and MFT, and law, including state bar membership. I mean, this goes on and on. Hundreds and thousands of uh, falsified court documents. Uh, um, I mean, I'll see as I keep finding things that I need to read. This is important that people see that. I'm going to post this whole report on my website I'm writing an article about it, and I'm going to post the report. Public officials who have received bribes include multiple state office holders, state house, state senate. This is why they were so mad. Local office holders, county supervisors, judges of Maricopa County Superior Court, judges of several city courts, including two presiding judges, judges' assistants, prosecutors within certain cities within Maricopa County, prosecutors for Maricopa County, peripheral legal specialists, including attorneys, approved mental health care providers, and approved in quotes, court appointed advisors, and related specialists. This is that number, it's number 22 on the list. That right there probably made people squirm. I mean, they just came out with it. No, I'm so glad you have that. And then further on, they name names. Yeah. Well, here we go. You, At least me... 25% of the active judges have accepted bribes in exchange for protecting racketeering activities in Maricopa County, uh, Pinal County, I don't know how to pronounce that, and Pima County. Bribe payments generally begin before the individual is appointed to the bench. Bribes are usually paid as an incentive for the attorneys to leave practice, private practice. I mean, my God, this goes on and on. Let me give you an example of how it manifests. When Carrie Lake brought her lawsuit that the uh, her election was stolen, um, one of her 10 counts that she presented was election interference from Katie Hobbs, her opponent. Katie Hobbs is the Secretary of State, and by statute, that means she's in charge. Excuse me. She's in charge of the state elections. And what that means is that she oversees, makes rulings, and so forth. But the thing is, you have to recuse yourself when you run for office. And Katie Hobbs didn't do that. You cannot preside over your own election. And she interfered in this. And this was one of Carrie Lake's, uh, one of the 10 uh, points of contention that got filed. Here's what the judge said. He said, there's no conflict of interest here. But here's what Katie Hobbs had done. When Mojave County 
and Ron Gould, who I who I used to know, was a state senator, and I used to be on his radio show. Ron, as the chairman of the supervisors, said, "We're not going to certify this election." Katie Hobbs said publicly, "You either certify it, or I'll throw you in prison." And then he capitulated and said, "Well." Under threat of being imprisoned, I certify this election. Then you go down to Cochise County. And Cochise County did not trust their voting machine, so they voted they were going to hand count the election to verify the machine count. And this is perfectly legal. Uh, You have to do a machine count in Arizona, but you can hand count it to validate it. Uh, Katie Hobbs stepped in and says, if you do that, I'll throw you in prison. And this judge had no problem with that. He threw that count out of the lawsuit. That's how I I guarantee you that judge has to be on the Sinaloa payroll, getting bribes to make that kind of ruling. Blatant election interference by Katie Hobbs, and it's permitted. That's how it shows up. I mean, they show at least 25 percent of the judges just in their report have been oh, let, let me read a couple of other things that gets right to the election fraud and they say the maricopa i'm gonna have, I have two points here the maricopa county recorder's office has at least five appointments made by adrian fontes the county recorder from 2017 to 2021 who are phantoms non-existent individuals said phantom individuals hold positions related to election services further during that same period the office has at least 15 in- individuals whose appointments were falsified and thereafter kept hidden from the public during the 2020 election cycle. The appointment documents for all of the above individuals have forged signatures and falsified clerical signatures, tracings from signature stamp and dates. Said falsified notarizations were made by Brittany Ray Chavez. Said falsified clerical signatures and date were made by Donna Chavez, and then she showed all these examples. In addition to election fraud, manipulation of the city and county databases include falsified default judgments, falsified criminal restitution orders, falsified child support orders, and many of the court documents, including orders, are prepared, and then they say the names that they're prepared for, and then they keep going to more. I mean, that's only on page five or whatever I'm in. And there's this, this is a presentation that is 96 pages long and it's just thing after thing after thing. And this doesn't include the 120. This is just a summary of the 120,000 page Breger report document that the investigative report figuring out what the heck is going on. And that she said at the beginning of this, she says it's just the tip of the iceberg because we still haven't been able to get access to everything we need access for because, surprise, these people are trying to bury it and cover it up. It's incredible. Yeah, it's a solo criminal enterprise. Um, in, In the Phoenix metropolitan area, this show you how bad the Sinaloa influence is. There have been three that I know of. Uh, two deputies and one Phoenix policeman that have been indicted for major drug dealings with the Sinaloas. And what we have found out through investigation is that all three of these police officers had family in Mexico. She guessed what pressured them to do it. There's no question. This is the Sinaloa influence as it is right now. Um, Sarah, I've told you this story. Let me just tell briefly here for the air. Um, I was speaking in Prescott at a realtor's uh, group that she had, and she had four to 500 people that show up, and I spoke to them several times. And the last time I was there, a deputy came up and says, Mr. Hodges, if trouble starts, get behind the podium, we'll protect you. I didn't know what had happened. But this uh, lady was a realtor, and she was looking into inflated sales on property owned by a state senator. And she got the information from the county and we found out that the county clerk and recorder was friends with this representative. Now, I can't connect this next event, but I'll let you be the judge. Okay, so she has this info. She sent some of it to me. I have possession of it, and I have disseminated it. So if you people think you're going to kill the trail by killing me, think again. So anyway, um, this information said like $20,000 plots of land selling for a half a million dollars. Well, she came home with her boyfriend one night. This is 10 days before my appearance at her group. And her boyfriend was shot in the head by an assassin. He got his gun out before he lost consciousness and shot the guy twice. And uh, this guy laid on the ground, pointed the gun at the realtor, and the gun misfired as he tried to shoot her in the face. So the Chino Valley police come, and they arrest the guy for first-degree murder. 
the county then gets a hold of the case and they've put it down to like almost jaywalking now. And what we found out about the county, these are the same county prosecutors that had Hunter Biden dead to right for crack cocaine in the backseat of his rental car at the local airport. And they let him go without charges. And that actually made the national media. And so this is how corrupt the process is. But here's why I'm telling you the story. I've lived the Brager report. I know that we had a politician, and this is my opinion, and I'm not naming the politician because I don't know if I could validate it in court, but we have a politician that was in bed with the Sinaloas. They're laundering money, and it's exactly the same variables as you see in the Brager report. So when I saw the Brager report, Sarah, I didn't need to be, I told Liz this. I said, I don't have to be convinced it's true. I've already lived it. I've seen it with my own eyes. And that's why I wanted to tell the audience this story to, to say this is not just something we're reading off of paper. This stuff is omnipresent in Phoenix. We are the capital of child sex trafficking in the United States. Absolutely. This is what we're seeing all over. This is how they, uh, it's just absurdity where somebody who's an obvious criminal is getting off and, and then they're just making up stuff. It's what I lived too when I saw whistleblower after whistleblower having their lives destroyed for doing something that's right. Why are they being destroyed for trying to protect children from being sex toys and, you know, trafficked? I mean, what the hell is going on? And this is exactly what's going on. And Katie Hobbs is all over this. I mean, I, that's why she got nailed. I mean, and, and it also tells you that the, the uh, Republicans are in on it as much as the Democrats are. The Republicans don't care. They were protecting their criminal asses instead of making sure that the election process was right. They called up all their bribe cards and said, if you don't protect, we're going to, we're going to come and we're going to nail you. So they, they could care about their own ass versus making sure the election system is fair. Now, I got to tell you, Liz Harris thinks that most of these people don't even think they're doing anything wrong. Are they too stupid? I mean, did, do these people really think it's okay to funnel all this money and then be bribed and taken advantage of like this and then not have a fair election? I, I think you guys have, we have idiots all through our government who are A, idiots, B, totally corrupt, and they are willing to, it's kind of, you're a psychologist. They can, can, they can convince themselves it's the right thing to do while they're doing all this illegal activity and they don't care about anything. And they somehow convince themselves it's the mob attitude. You know, the Washington DC is like a mob, a black, black male is a currency of the powerful. And they just, they don't think there's anything wrong with it. Yeah, I mean, there's said, something said, wrong with these people. You said the key phrase mob mentality. It's what we call in psychology group think. And there's been lots of experiments like the Milgram experiment, the Solomon Ash experiment that demonstrate the power of group think. If you're in a group and the group is doing something, you're inclined to do what the group's doing to avoid judgment and being ostracized. So, and also it's self-protective. So these people, a lot of times will give up their own autonomy and take on the group mentality. That's what we call it, mob mentality. And this is what's happening in our state government here in Arizona. There are three kinds of politicians in Arizona, and I suspect this is true all across the country. One of the ones who are actually criminally corrupt, making money on it, and they love it. Then there's the second group that because so many are doing it, they think it's okay, and they want to stand in line to get their turn at the piggy bank, and they're covering up for those who are committing these crimes which is why some people voted Liz Harris out. They may not be criminals, but they're covering up for their criminal friends and hoping they'll be rewarded. And then the third group are people who are too chicken shit to do anything about it. Uh, when when I did that presentation in Prescott with that realtor, her and her boyfriend with his bandaged head, we went out with two people from the Republican Party in Yavapai County and a state legislator, a state legislator. Someone who helped me in my property rights battle against McCain a long time ago, and our mothers were best friends living in Colorado. The Common Sense Show is proud to be able to bring you some very special deals for MyPillow. For example, they've got half off MyPillow bed sheets, more than half off their slippers, their sandals, their mattresses, their topper covers, women's lingerie. Now, they have extremely great products, as you all know. Ladies and gentlemen, right now go to MyPillow.com backslash Hodges. Use the coupon code Hodges to take advantage of these great opportunities. MyPillow.com backslash Hodges, coupon code Hodges. 
and I begged her to come on my show. You've got to tell what you know. She refused. This is the third group of person. Too chicken shit to do anything about it. I agree. I think the majority of the people are too chicken shit. I actually think Liz Harris has a lot of courage, but I also think she's pretty scared too. She's um, very she's scared. Been, she is. You can tell she's scared. She held back. She's trying to protect herself. She doesn't know. I mean, she came on my show. I think being more public keeps her safer. Um, but she, you can tell she's a little bit timid and it's probably because she's been, I mean, it takes a lot of courage to do what we do. And, uh, you know, and she's like right in the fire and she's gotten death threats and you can tell, you can tell she was timid and was holding back, but this report doesn't hold back. And that's, this is what people need to know. You know how the report got started? And this, she probably didn't tell you this. John Thaler was married to one of the defendants there. Um, she did tell me that. Okay. And, and then she her, also said that he's being smeared relentlessly, and that's yeah, just not right. I'll, I'll get to that in just a second. I'll tell you how he's being smeared. But his wife, it was his wife and her daughter. They're named in that indictment you talked about. Um, she left her computer open, and John found it. John Thaler is a 30-year RICO investigator. He's done cases for the DOJ. But in the Arizona media, this is the smear part you just mentioned. You know, I'm here in the Arizona media and I see it. Oh, he's a crackpot. He's a crazy loon lawyer. He must have got his law license from Kmart. He's totally terrible. He should be disbarred. He's mentally ill. This is what you heard in the media. This guy is a 30-year RICO investigator, did high-profile cases, yet all of a sudden when he's identifying the criminals that serve in our government, now he's crazy. That's the smear job of the media. That's right. By the way, there's That's a guy. Right. I want to tell you about this guy. I'll get his name. I was looking for it here, and I couldn't find it. But uh, this guy, he's a host in KHOW Radio in Denver. It's like uh, KTR, their big news station in Denver. And and he couches himself as a Republican, but the way he's described, I guarantee you, he's a uniparty guy. And he has now said this. And I'll get his name, and I'm going to put it out there. I'll come on your show. And he says he'll give two hours if if anyone can prove election fraud. He doesn't believe there's any such thing. And if there is, it's not enough to make a difference. And I'll just say this in response. And this is is what Liz is known for, is uncovering voter fraud. Uh, He said that, and one of my friends up in Colorado, uh, Rich Farmer, called me and said, have you heard about this clown? And I said, no. And he told me what he said. He goes, Dave, I'm going to send him your name and say, tell him I don't need two minutes. Here, Here's the two minutes I need. In Maricopa County, in the election in the midterm, 2022, 60% of the voting machines failed upon opening in Republican areas where at least 65% of the voters were registered Republicans. And Katie Hobbs won by a mere 17,000 votes. We estimate 300,000 votes were affected. And, and, it was and pretty obvious. Hundreds, hundreds of people went to Maricopa County. I don't even need to prove conspiracy. Hundreds of people went to Maricopa County supervisor meeting and just ripped them a new one. It was clear hundreds of thousands of voters were disenfranchised and didn't get to vote that day. I don't care if there's a conspiracy. If your election didn't work because of your machines, you have to do the election over. That's what I would tell. That's right. Tell, I'd tell this guy at KHOW who says you can't prove anything. I don't have to prove anything. It's public record. 60% in heavy Republican areas of a county affecting 300,000 estimated votes. That's all well, I need. But this is why the, the paid off judges matter so much is because you have... Um, Carrie Lake trying to bring this to the attention and trying to get some kind of justice for the people. I mean, this isn't just about her anymore. It's like the yeah. people's will or not. I mean, we don't have a democracy or a republic when this happens. And the fact that all these judges and attorneys and, and clerks and all these people are bribed and in on it is why they're getting away with this. And so if this isn't cleaned up, we don't have a country. We don't have a republic. And then you have all these mass media whores talking about making all this crap up on how it's not, everything they're saying isn't legit. And these people are, they're just smearing all this stuff. So we got all this mass media whores protecting them as well. 
And so uh, we we have to get to the bottom of this if we want to clean up our country. If you want to have be in a, anything but a banana republic, these are the kinds of things we have to take serious. And that's what we're in, a complete banana republic. And uh, this global cartel that's trying to run the world, that's all they're going to be is like, it's going to be like that everywhere. This global criminal cabal that's running, that wants to run the world, we just saw it with COVID. It was a complete criminal act. Criminal enterprise and activity COVID was, they're going to try to implement that worldwide all the time, everywhere on a nonstop basis to terrorize and to control the populations. If we don't want that, we have to stand up to it. I am, um, and you probably don't know this, I'm um, partnering with this uh, group called CIA Gate, and I've been publishing their reports, and they send it to me whenever they have a report. It's a group of um, intelligence agents that are want to remain... Um, you know, they, they want to remain anonymous. They don't want their, their, uh, name out there. So they're not anonymous because the people who are doing the reporting know it, but it's a group called CIA, CIA Gate. And they're working with these, um, different, uh, people who are really fed up with the, the illegal activity and they use the black budgets. They use the, um, all the, you know, the, everything has to be, uh, top secret and, and, and secure. And they use all that to allow them to do all this in, incredible criminal activity. And the people inside are getting tired of it. And so they're feeding all this information. And the, some of the reports that I've already published, some are, uh, most of them are on what's going on in Ukraine. But what they did is they documented exactly how they are with all the people and all the funneling of, of arms trades, how they're bringing in illegal arms into Ukraine and funneling arms in there. They're also, the latest report talked about how they're using white phosphorus and they're using Bulgaria to funnel white phosphorus into Ukraine. And people who follow that or know about that substance, it's something that burns fast and it it burns the civilians it's a, it's considered a war crime if you use it and our CIA is funneling that into Ukraine they're turning around and you see all these reports about how Russia is using white phosphorus but yet there's and they have, we we see all the documents they one thing they do is they report all the documents another thing before i would publish any of their reports i ask them a series of questions who they are who they're getting this information from and why this is important. And so I, I publish that up front so people know why I'm publishing that it's not just a group of yahoos. It's people who are, who are, um, whistleblowers internally trying to get this information out. And so this kind of criminal activity is happening everywhere. And unless we, if you want to live in an environment where people are criminals, you then stay silent. But if you don't, then you have to work with us. I mean, we are citizens. We're journalists. I know. I don't know anymore if we're still citizen journalists. This is our business. We make money. I was over professionals, but we need help in getting this information out there. Like this Breger report, this needs to get out there. And the, the only way we can solve it is through light. Light will solve problems because most people. Most people don't want this kind of criminal activity. Most people don't want their kids and grandkids to grow up in an environment that's this corrupt. I mean, we're losing our country. I don't want a banana republic. I don't want to be like Venezuela, but we're going to be them. And we're getting darn close. Yeah, I, you know, you're absolutely right. We've lost our country. You know, I've talked to you about this privately. Um I've kicked off a movement. I need someone to run it. Someone needs to step forward and run this. I, I cannot stretch any further than I'm stretched, but I call it the toss them all movement. And uh, most, I don't think there's 10 congressmen that deserve to be returned to office. I don't think there's three senators. Um, so we're dealing with about a dozen people that maybe we should return and that's it. And we have uniparty GOP. I mean, they're not speaking out about what's going on in Maui. Uh, they're not moving to def- the house has the power to defund anything and they're not defunding Joe Biden, the DOJ, anything. Uh, and they know it's just one big criminal enterprise. They have all the evidence they need. They've talked about it, but they won't do anything about it. So we need to get these people out in the primary election. And if we're smart enough to get them out in the primary election, we can get them to win in the general election. And we really need to get behind this toss them all movement. I want to shift gears. We don't have a lot of time left, and I'll have you back to talk about Maui as more things unfold. But what's your takeaway from Maui? What are your concerns? Well, 
I think it smells of an operation. I, I'm holding back. I've told many people I haven't really reported on it yet because I don't, I like to see as things unfold because there's a lot of, there's a lot of reporting. I like to listen to the people on the ground to see what's really going on because yeah, those yeah. are the people that you can get better information on. We do know that the mass media is lying. I just got a, um, a quote from, let me pull this up, the editor of the Maui Times. I pulled that one because I thought it was good. She's, right. she was complaining that she did, was denied access to information by the authorities. She says government is lying and, um, this is kind to say they're grossly mismanaged. That's what she says. But, um, She's being done. The, she's being denied from the county of Maui. The Maui Police Department is silent. Um, she's de- being denied access to the town. I mean, this is the editor of the Maui Times, so that's their top. Um, from what I understand, their top newspaper. She says, "Quote: um, The reason they're doing this is who's lying to you?" She goes, "Who's lying to you?" And she says this very passionately. "Who's lying to you is the government entities who are trying to cover their asses." And to not take accountability for how grossly mismanaged this entire process has been. And I think the mismanaged part is where the question comes in on how much of it is mismanaged, how much of it is on purpose, and how much of it is just taking advantage of the situation um, of, you know, combo. Because we do know that they want to use, there's a lot of evidence to show that Maui is a target of this globalist 15 minute city crap. There's also, they want to do maybe some more military base there. I mean, we don't, that's what I'm waiting for is to figure out what exactly their actions are. I mean, it smells of Haiti where, you know, they raised $16 billion and only 2% went to the people. They created a port on the other side of the island only because that's the better place to be able to get all the supplies and stuff out. So you, they used all this money to just rape the island of supplies while, while the people, did not get any help. You know, the Red Cross came in to build houses, got $7 billion, something like that. And they only built six houses. I mean, this is the kind of um, repeat procedures that we're watching happening in Maui. And so um, time will really tell us what their true indications are. But in the short term, we're seeing, you know, the people on the ground who are trying to feed people being shut down for not having um, the proper License or the people are hungry and, and FEMA and Red Cross aren't getting it done. There, the, there's no baby formula in the stores because the supplies aren't getting in there. Um, you have investors calling up all the residents. You have the courts in a week and a half. They've been able to put out um, eviction notices to the people who still have their houses. Yeah, l- l- let me stop you there because I haven't heard this. Um, can you? I want you to focus on that for a second and tell what you know about the evictions. I think it's awful quick to have evictions. So well, that, what's going on? Why that piqued my interest is, you know, these are people on the ground saying they've gotten eviction notices and that's all went through in the last week and a half. So I'm like, to me, that's another red flag. Why would the courts be focusing on eviction notices, the houses that are still standing? Under what pretense are they evicted? I, 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 that's the question. I didn't dive into it more, but even okay. under that situation, wouldn't there be a little bit of a pause and um, you really don't need to hand eviction notices to people in that town. It was like, it was like they were prepared to do it. It was a ready-made operation. It, it, at at best, it's callous. Okay. To, the to evict someone, let's say you have a, a an unsafe property or it's deemed, or it's in the middle of unsafe properties that threaten your structure. Okay. They'd have to send a team in. They'd have to do a report. And then they'd have to go to the court and petition for eminent domain. Okay, uh, the time since the event, there's not been time to do that. So this is why I'm there highly suspicious. Been. There hasn't been time to do a process. Well, and even if let's say they haven't paid their rent, let's say it's a rent or they're behind on their their property payments or something. Okay. Um, let's say there's some legit reason that all these people are getting these eviction notices. Well, don't you think out of respect for the situation, you can just hold off a little bit? So that's why I'm saying at minimum, it's very callous. I mean that's best case scenario because I haven't dug into it more. Yeah, this this sounds rotten. It smells. Me. Is that? Yeah. It just yeah. This is another uh, piece of fat thrown into the fire because I. This is not right. The eminent domain process, conservatively, takes at least a month. And I know because I've been the victim of property rights abuse, so I know the laws inside now. They're pretty uniform, state to state. 
And they had to have these eminent domain eviction notices ready at the time of the disaster for them to enact it this quickly. I don't know if it was eminent domain or just eviction notices. I don't know the details. Well, they, that, they, they, they have to have they have to have an underlying action that that's uh, right promotes what they're doing. And the underlying action would be eminent domain, probably in the name of public safety. That's that would be my guess. It, it's as callous as it gets. Although I do know that they're they're not letting people in. I've also because I, I I don't trust the 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 reports. You know, I was listening to a report and they were bragging. It wasn't a bragging, but essentially it was propaganda talking about how FEMA's you know given out fifty five thousand kits of something and how they're just all over it. And then you listen to the local people and they're like, no, they're not coming in. They're blocking our help. Don't donate to FEMA or the Red Cross. Give to our local organizations because these people are doing nothing for us. I mean, it's just, that's what I'm hearing from all the local people. And then I hear from Matt, you know, national mass media, how great they're doing. And it's, um, it couldn't be sadder to watch this whole thing unfold. It, to me, it, it has the smell of Haiti after the earthquake, um, has the smell of Katrina. Although I think even in Katrina, they did a better job. <laughs> they got in there faster. How sad that is because they weren't, they, they weren't in there too fast with Katrina. Yeah. I, I don't know if you've seen this. Um, I know you've heard the comment. Joe Biden asked by a Bloomberg reporter, do you have any comments about the loss of life in Maui, blah, blah, blah? No, no comment. Everyone focused on the word, Sarah, but I went back and I looked at his body language. I remember he had been at vacation uh, on the beach eating ice cream cones, and now he's getting loaded into his car. Okay. I don't think he knew what happened. If you look at his reaction, he looked either the dementia has just gone off the charts or he was stunned and bewildered because he was left out of the loop. I think it could be either. I mean, he could have been told on it and forgot. He looked. I mean, that's he did, what he did this. With. It was no, uh, no comment. <laughs> the nervous giggle. I don't think. And he, he laughed. He yeah. Laughed. See, I I heard that he said no comment. I didn't know he laughed afterwards. But yeah. I, I I could I could see it being one of two things. He was left out of the dark, or he just doesn't remember. I mean, we are dealing with something that bad. Um, false flag or not a false flag? What do you say? I say it. It doesn't. I think they are very good at using situations um, to their benefit, and it could be a. It could be either, and they're they're using it to their benefit. But it does have the smell of of an opportunistic operation. Yeah. I want to know. What just we to, have uh, to, that's yeah. what we have to keep digging into because if the actions afterwards, like COVID COVID was so, they were so ready to go after it on an, on an international scale that it appears that it was planned, right? Because they were so coordinated internationally to put out this, this vaccine that wasn't tested. So it's very obvious it was a planned situation. Were they waiting in the wings to do it or did they cause it to happen? Well, it's, there's a lot of evidence that they caused it to happen. This is the same situation where the operation looks like there's something here. Haiti was the same situation. If you go look at Haiti, um, the, what they did, the, the, the actions after the natural disaster was almost more criminal than the, than even if they created the national, the, You're right. you know, actual the, disaster. The it's so actions, bad. The actions after showed malice of forethought that was well coordinated in the, in the, That's interest right. of, in the interest of developers. See, in this eminent domain, you know, evict you from your home thing is just one more piece to that puzzle that I'm talking about. So to me, I say it's a false flag. And the evidence that surfaces after the fact is compelling. It was planned because of the, you see, there should be chaos in this. How are we going to deal with this? How are we going to deal with the property? How are we going to deal with the supplies? Instead, everything was pre-planned. And and, and it, let me ask you this question. Yes. Yeah. Why do you think that the Red Cross and FEMA are presenting, are preventing life-saving medications from reaching the people? I think it's twofold. I think that there is bureaucracy involved with their processes. 
And then I also think that is you, you know, because sometimes incompetence is so extreme that it looks like it's on purpose. And then I think they are just useful idiots for, I mean, like at Haiti with the Red Cross only creating, building six homes with $6 billion or whatever they had. It's, um, it's too, they're too incompetent for it to be just incompetence. But this is a pattern that we see all over the world where they want supplies. They want something from that country or from that town. And then they orchestrate something like this so that they can come and take the land. They can come and take the supplies. I don't want to say that's what's happening yet until I see the actions, but it smells like it. It's, it's developing into that. And we have to do more investigation to know for sure, but it's, um, and see their actions, but it sure the heck seems like it's developing into a situation such as that. I have to agree. It's, um, it's very suspicious. You know, I, I'm going to give you something to think about. And I said this in an interview I did with Virginia Farber. Um, I was talking to a Washington state geologist retired. Um, I should, I said too much. Let me just cut to the chase. If you talk about Cascadia volcanoes ready to explode off the coast of Washington state and British Columbia, you're going to get fired. Okay. And from any of those institutions up there. But if you talk about the volcano in Yellowstone is ready to go off and will destroy the continent, you don't get fired. And yet I've been told by geologists that the seismic activity at Yellowstone is relatively stable. There's some fluctuations, but they don't feel it's any danger of exploding. And I asked this person, I said, why do you think they're doing this? Because they don't want tourists here. That's what we've concluded. I said, we, yeah, my colleagues and me, we felt that they didn't want tourists. Okay, now look at this, the Grand Canyon. Uh, 10 days, 12 days ago, Biden came to Arizona and they nationalized the Grand Canyon. And there's a lot of really negative side effects with it. But one thing it'll do, it'll cut down on tourism. What's happened in the in the primary tourist area in the Hawaiian Islands, it's destroyed. There's three common events all happening within two weeks, which is the potential suppression of tourism. And here's what some people were saying early on in the crisis. Oh, they just did this as a false flag because they want their playlands for the rich and famous. If there were 10 goals by false flag planners, this might have been goal number five or six. I don't know if this makes any sense to you or not, but I, but I'm coming to the It does. That's why, that's why I'm holding that off. This is what they did. Yeah. Yeah, that's why I'm holding off because some of the the things that people are saying just doesn't make sense. It's like I don't I don't know, guys. You know, let's see what they actually end up doing with this because then that tells you, uh, you know, hindsight's twenty twenty. Whatever they end up doing with it is probably what they were planning, and depending on who's involved, I mean, sometimes that goes sideways too, and then something else happens. But you know, it is people involved. It's just people. And there is a criminal. We just went through the whole Breger report showing how, how much criminal activity is involved in our government. And we got criminals in place right now. I mean, we know that the Biden crime family and all that. I mean, it's just awful people who are running so much of this. And Hawaii, Hawaii was one of the worst offenders of the COVID lockdown. They were one of the worst and last to release all those terrible measures. And I mean, I had people on my show that were just desperate to try to, you know, uh, free Hawaiians from their grip yeah, of tyranny. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. And, and so Sarah, Hawaii, Sarah, out, I'm sorry, we're out of time. We're up against it. Uh, okay. I think we've done a good job to squeezing in two major events here. And like I said, I agree with you about Hawaii. It's to be determined what happened on Maui. Tell people how they can follow your good work. Well, thank you so much, Dave. Go to sarahwestall.com and I am going to write something up on this Breger report. And so you'll be able to see more on that as well. And it'll be both on, well, sarahwestall.com, you'll be able to find it for sure. But you can also yeah. sign up for my substack, sarahwestall.substack.com, where I do a lot of my um, writing. So Thanks, Dave, okay. a lot. Hey, I enjoy Sarah, these. Th- yeah, thank you very much for coming on. As the Maui thing develops, I'll have you back so we can add more to it. But I think we both agree something's rotten in Denmark. Anyway, we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon, Sarah. 
We at the Common Sense Show have a great TV show. We bring in a panel of experts and help people navigate the uncharted waters that we're living in. Because what once was coming is no longer coming. It's already here, and we're getting you the help so you can make better decisions for your future. You can find us at the TV, commercial-free, censorship-free, and we're getting five-star ratings on the world's major platforms. Again, check us out today at TV. Every knowledgeable person knows that when you have gold, you've protected your wealth. But what if the government one day wanted to confiscate your gold so they can gain total control, knowing that one day the smoke will clear and gold will be perfectly available, and that's happened all throughout history. So what you need to do is, in the interim, hide your gold. You can do that by burying it. You can go down about 12 inches, and that's all you're going to need to do. And we have a product that we call buryyourgold.com and what it does is it goes into a container you lower it in the ground with a hole you've dug up to 12 inches it's a 50-year warranty on the device it only weighs 17 pounds to pull it out of the ground and you can keep it for safekeeping and i'll tell you this is the way to hide your gold not in false walls but underground will be very very difficult to detect to find out more Go to buryyourgold.com. The product is fully guaranteed with a money-back guarantee.